Hey guys, I'm Danny. And I'm EJ. And this is the Your Living Proof Podcast. Where we talk about addiction and how it affects the family. From the brutal to the beautiful and everything in between. Well, we're so happy if you're joining us again. Um, Maybe this is your first episode. Maybe you listen to the other ones. But we are really excited to do episode number four. This is something that we talk about a lot in our household, which might sound strange to you, but I really want to just start off by talking about humanity in general and how amazing us humans are. Um, and then I'll make it inappropriate. Yes, he's definitely going to make it appropriate because that's what Mr. Living Proof does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I just think humans are amazing because of how we are able to adapt And honestly, I always think, I have always thought Danny is way better at adapting and adjusting than me. He like actually enjoys change where I'm always like, oh, like I struggle and I I will fight tooth and nail to like not adjust or adapt. I just want things to stay the same. But really, we are so good at changing and just changing roles in our lives, right? Like I think about every woman I know that's become a mother has so amazingly adjusted to this new responsibility, right? Even though it is life-changing. Over the nine months, your entire body changes. You adjust to that. You adjust to not being able to use it the way you want to, to feeling crappy for what seems like forever. And then you have this new baby, and you're like, oh, I don't sleep. That's okay. I don't even need to sleep. I'll (laughs) still get everything done, and I'll just carry on, and I'll be happy, and or maybe I won't be happy. Maybe it's a really hard time. Yeah, or maybe but, I'll never do this again. Yeah, maybe this was the worst idea I've ever had, and it just ruined my life. Anyway, we we adjust to it. Eventually, like we learn how to to cope with the change, and we adjust, and we adapt, and we become happy, and and we our life moves forward, and we love it. And actually, we do it so well we can't even remember what it was like before then. You know, like, oh, I can't even remember when it was just me. What what did I do? Why did I think life was hard, right? So I just, I, I want to point that out because it is such a beautiful, it, it's a blessing that we have as humans to be able to do that. We do it individually. We do it collectively. Um, Danny and I together have done it over and over again. Um, oh, yeah, it could even be things that are physical. Like I, I had a hip replacement when I turned 40 and prior to that, you know, there was pain in my hip. And I remember looking back at the beginning of that pain when my joints stopped working, um, it was excruciating. But then I just kind of learned to walk with a limp and learned to wake up with a little bit of pain and discomfort, learned to sleep with a little pain and discomfort. And eventually I actually just was able to thrive through it, you know, and right. then ultimately till the point it got to we the end like- and I couldn't walk and they had to actually replace the whole hip socket and joint. So it, it was amazing how, when it started, it was excruciating and it was unbearable. But over time I just adapted and learned to deal with it. Yeah. Right. We got 25 more pillows and then everything was fine. (laughs) I do. I like to sleep with five pillows. They all serve an individual purpose. So if there's any other pillow lovers out there who have body pillows, pillows between their knees, one behind their back, you're my people. I love you. <laughs> but it really is an amazing thing, right? Except for 
when it's not. It's not. And one of the other biggest times we had an adjustment in our life was, I think every young family has that time. They fall in love. They get married. They have children. They're beginning businesses. They're in medical school. They're digging their way out of debt from college as they begin to navigate their way through life. There's that beginning phase where we do unbearable, difficult things. We go through a time period of sleep deprivation, a time period of being tested with all of our patients and our nerves from having children and doing new things. You know, for us, the first decade of our marriage was spent owning and operating some restaurants. It was a chance for us to do something very hard. And my goal by doing it was to get us ahead that by doing something extremely difficult, it would get us ahead of schedule. We'd be able to save, we'd be able to accelerate our financial life. Um, There were promising aspects of that, but also along the way we paid the price. Right. We adjusted to having holidays without Danny really present. Um, if he was physically there, he was mentally and emotionally completely gone. And we just kind of thought that was life. Like, oh, it's okay. Thanksgiving, dad doesn't eat. He just, he's just comatose on the couch. Drools on the floor. And and a lot of that was just due to that was the need of of the business and part part of the sacrifice. Every business has it. But over time, it started to really take a toll on me personally and my family, waking up at three or four in the morning every single day for a decade. Um, being most engaged in the business during important family times like holidays and and weekends and such. When everyone else is out vacationing and spending time together as a family, that's when we we had to make make the dough, so to speak. Um, But yes, what happened is we adapted. Now we did it for a good cause. Wouldn't that be a good cause? Yeah. I mean, it was, we, we had a purpose in mind. We, we went, we came together on the agreement that this is why we were doing it and this is what we were going to do. We were willing to make the sacrifices together. Um, and, the, and there are families that do it. They, they, they obtain debt through school debt. They're starting new businesses and they're pushing through the unbearable and the unthinkable. Meanwhile, the woman's having children and doing all of those difficult things. All of it is done for good reasons. Right. So as my wife mentioned, we're one of the most incredible things about human beings is we're able to adapt to difficult things. So what was the phrase you just said? It's always good except for... Well, it's the best thing ever, except for when it's not. When it's not. And and, and one of the things that Danny and I talk about all the time, and it, it's just amazing how often it comes up, is how amazing families are at adapting to these incredibly difficult situations. And they just, they get used to it. They adapt, they adjust, and it just becomes... This is, this is the new normal. This is our life. So my wife said, I'm going to get appropriate, but I was going to get inappropriate. That's what I tend to do more often than not. Um, maybe it's a shock factor. Maybe it's to get your attention, but let me get your ears attention by using the word diarrhea. In our last episode, we left off explaining that we were going to discuss that concept and we are. Diarrhea. No one loves it. No one even wants to admit they have it. You can hide it. It's the worst. It's even the word itself. Blah. Well, How do you spell it? There's no other word. <laughs> I mean, there's a four-letter word that starts with S that doesn't even give it justice. It is diarrhea. Families learn to live with it. So when we said when it's good, it's great, but when it's not, it's not. Families adapt to addiction, and it is the most destructive aspect of it. Now, I want to repeat that. If your loved one is addicted to pornography, 
drugs. I don't care if it's meth, heroin, cocaine, alcohol, any of those big words, right? Those illicit drugs. That's not the problem. The problem is how the family adapts to what's going on around them. It is still to this day. I've, I've heard this before. I didn't come up with this, but I've put it to put it to the test and haven't proven it wrong. I don't know of any other deadly illness out there. Now, hear this carefully. I don't know of any other deadly illness out there where families more often argue, disagree, or even fail to treat than addiction. And the, the sick part is the person who is sick fights tooth and nail to stay sick. What that means is if someone in your home has an, has a, an addiction that is going to turn fatal, destroy their life, ruin the family, and eventually lead them to death, it is an illness that is deadly where the family is in disarray disagreement and fails to act why because they all learn to live with diarrhea yeah and i mean could you just even i don't know i feel like i want you to just tell the audience a couple of examples like even in the last two weeks of uh, of people that that tell tell you things that are going on in their life like it's not a big deal like duh okay for example there was a mom who had found her son um passed out found liquor bottles in his room and some other paraphernalia. When she found that evidence and saw him in that situation, that was as excruciating as diarrhea. It was unbearable. It was disgusting. She didn't ever want to have that happen again. It was bad enough that she reached out and said, Oh my gosh, I can't believe what I just found. And sure, before then there were signs, there were little indications of things that were happening. But when she saw that, she was appalled. I will never go through that again. So here's the correlation. Let's say you go out to dinner at a restaurant and you get an upset stomach because you're allergic to something there. Or you eat in, in a manner that you shouldn't have eaten too much and combining too many things. And you, you're hovered around the toilet that night and you you swear to yourself, you 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 actually out loud make a solemn promise to yourself that you'll never do that again. Well, more often than not, we end up eating poorly or go back to that restaurant doubting that that was the reason and we find ourselves hovered around the toilet again. So it's the same thing here. The mother reached out, could not believe what she saw. So we acted. We started preparing as a family, recognizing what's going on. A few days pass by. And when I speak to her again, you know, he's he's doing better. I, I think... It was hard because he had just gone through a recent breakup and and at that same week he had a problem at his job. You know, he lost his job. So I think it was just a combination of things and it, it got out of control. Okay. Right. Sweet. Big deal. Yep. We, we're going to adapt to this. Now, flash forward. Um, a few weeks later, we're having the same conversation. She is appalled. Can't believe what happened. Just disgusted by the situation that they are in as a family and especially that he is in. Because now we are at the hospital from seizures. Alcohol withdrawals actually can cause you to have seizures and, and, and can kill you. Now, that stomach ache, that diarrhea just got worse. Okay? We didn't just recognize signs and symptoms. We're actually at the hospital dealing with life and death. 
But again, they so eloquently adapt because as humans, we are strong that way. And I kid you not, not even a week later, a few days later, you know, I know he has a problem. We now know he has a problem. And we look back and we see that he's had a problem, but he's definitely not an alcoholic or, or one of those people that go to rehab. Right. Well, they don't really need help because they could stop, right? It's just yes. not that big of a they, deal. They need to knock it off. They've got, you know, they've got to get things under control. So here we are adapting to this. Right. Now I could give you multiple stories. A, a, a good friend and what he went through with his wife. Um, and from the very first call, it was being appalled by finding certain things out. And then it's, I just found that she was doing drugs around our children. Unthinkable diarrhea. I just found out they were doing drugs and driving a vehicle with our children in it. She just got into an accident with our children in the car. See how that escalates? But Every just... time. And this is the part that's sick. So if you don't like that word, diarrhea, well, great. Here's how it applies. It's nasty, and so is the disease of addiction and how it affects the family. Because over time, all of these families, whether they blame it on something, whether they feel guilty themselves, whether they're fearful, whatever it is, the, one of those blocks holding them back from acting or protecting themselves, whatever it is, and we'll get into that later on. There's two ways to help your loved one. There is acting and doing something or ultimately protecting yourself. But they do nothing. They adapt. Right. And here's the part that's really bad because if you have ever experienced this or you know someone who's experienced this, this is what happens to the family. The family, especially starting with mom and dad and sometimes some of the siblings, one or some of them, they feel bad for this person. They feel bad and so they adapt and they kind of, you know, blame it on this or they live in a little bit of denial or they try to, you know, turn their cheek. They just learn to live with it. Well, over time, what happens is this person who has an addiction, they get to live by a separate different a set of standards. Right. They have completely different rules than everyone else. Yes. The parents hold all the other kids or the spouse or whatever it is. They hold everyone else accountable to a certain level of, of, of having standards and the way we live life. Except this person gets a completely different playbook. Right. So that's like number one. Like they get to live by a certain set of rules that's completely different than everybody else in the family. And they're doing it to survive. They have adapted and they're just trying to survive. They're trying to keep everything together from completely unraveling. The addict. Yes, in the yeah. family, the way they treat them. Well, it creates resentments. Sure. And I cannot tell you, I know this sounds dramatic, but I will, I will promise you that 95% of the families I have ever got to know, whether it's one time or whether I've got to know them for a long time. Eventually the addiction affects the marriage. Now, if it's the spouse that has an addiction, it affects it. If it's a child and you have a couple that's been happily married for 30 years, that addiction eventually starts to tear them apart because one of them acts different than the other. And it start they start to go in different directions. The children start to build resentments. Maybe the resentments aren't even towards their brother who's an alcoholic. It might be towards their mom or their dad who gives that brother all of the attention. 
Right. They, they're they like the, the drain of all the parents' energy or all the family's energy just goes straight to the squeaky wheel, obviously, and not to everyone that's Anything just, else. And it's not their fault because addiction is so consuming. Which it, I can completely relate to. I mean, I feel like that happened in my family. Like anybody that was having the big problem, I mean, I felt like I had to, I would have had to go to like jail or be arrested or something to get attention from my parents when I had another sibling that was really struggling with something. All the focus, time and attention goes to that person. Now hear me out. There are times in their life that's deserving. Sure. Right. There are definitely times that someone needs the focus. The difference is here. We're talking about addiction. There are other times where someone might be going through a difficult circumstance. It could be anything. It could be, sexual curiosity it could be depression anything we give that person our time and attention for a period of time because they need it and they deserve it they're part of our family they're part of our tribe 100 we get them back on track and then the family shifts back towards evenly spread this right. this attention now with addiction the problem is we all hope it's going to be that same dynamic however it's not and i know there's many of you out there who have been down this path and it started out for a year or two and now all of a sudden you look back and it's been five years right and this one person has consumed the energy and the peace and happiness in your entire family so here is here's the moral of the story and what we're trying to say addiction is not one of those things that is seasonal it's not one of those transitionary periods in life it is not one of those things that they are going to knock off that you will pray away or your faith will remove. It takes action. Right. All of those other things will beautify life after the fact. But if you fail to act, if you fail to ignore what's really going on, it will be the most all-consuming part of your life. And it doesn't need to be. Right. And I think that's the most, I honestly feel like that's the most frustrating thing is hearing people open up and 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 just want help. Like, they want their circumstance to change. They're they're pouring their heart out about this gut-wrenching situation going on inside of their home, but they can't see themselves as part of the solution, right? Like they can only see this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, and it's not me, and I can't make them stop. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. Actually, you have a lot to do with this This you you don't have to allow them to live there for one you know i mean there's there's so there's so many things that that play a part in in it but i just it's so it will never cease to amaze me how every circumstance is different it doesn't matter what the substance is or whatever but you'll hear these stories about these families that are just barely hanging on and have no idea how they're gonna see their way through this for years with this person. And that's that that is right there not to jump in and cut you off, but that's the concept of the diarrhea aspect. They just learn to live it. This is life. This is how it is. When there were moments to be in the beginning, right? Like maybe in the beginning it was noticing that your loved one was periodically drinking. That they were engaging for the first time in pornography or their drug use just began. So that's the stomach ache, right? You're feeling bloated or something. The progression is this. That individual is held to a different standard than everyone else in the family. Then you begin to lie for them and justify their actions. 
to everyone you do to To your spouse to to your other kids yep and then you and your family adapt to their lifestyle well you just went from having a really bad stomach ache to full-blown diarrhea and three little seemingly small things yes and so it if there's anything i can share that's helpful it's this i just want to call out those people listening and be a truth teller here and say you know what stage you're at if you're at the beginning stages then don't fail to do something don't be scared to act however if you're at the stage with your loved one when you know this is a problem this has been a problem for far too long we as a family are have all learned to live with diarrhea it's time to do something it's time to stop whichever family member it is or two of them that think this is magically going to disappear or go away, it's time for us to talk to them, okay? It's time for us to stand together and say, this is not going away and I no longer will allow myself to live with diarrhea. Yeah, like I'm not going to continue to adapt to this lifestyle. Correct. And so what are we going to do? Now, we're not going to get into that right now, but that's when it's time to do something. Again, it's either time to intervene and get them help, and there's a way to go about that, or it is to set boundaries and protect yourself, knowing that you can either continue to live with this diarrhea or you can stop. And I just want to interject here and say, you can live for a really long time with diarrhea. Yeah, you can. It's amazing. And it hurts. It's it, it, it's crazy. I mean, I we have talked to several families that this is this is going to, into decades yep. of use, and it will not get better. It's not going to get better. So recognize it for what it is, and and, and we use that that word <laughs> in hopes to get your attention that you can look if your life happens to have that in it and be like, "Yep, got some diarrhea up in here, and we're done with that." Because no one wants it. We all want it to stop and go away. So recognize when it's there for what it is and let's do something about it. Absolutely. And honestly, I just, the, the bottom line is that families that learn how to adapt or they adjust to their addict's lifestyle, they are the reason that their loved ones will never get healthy. Correct. And that, that's a tough pill to swallow because you want to blame it on the addict all, all the time. And yes, they need to be responsible for their behavior, but the families that adjust to their behavior and do the, the three things that we talked about, which was um, them, be, them being allowed to hold a different standard than everyone else, that you lie for them and justify their actions, and then eventually that you just adapt to their lifestyle – if any of those things are going on in your family, they don't. They will never have a true opportunity to get healthy. And everyone's contributing to them staying sick. Absolutely. And here's the beauty, right? Not to end on a negative note, but everyone that I know in long-term sobriety who's now dominating life, they're out there running businesses, being contributing members to society. They are amazing fathers and mothers and spouses are the ones who had family there to support them so here is the bottom line if you are as a family right now that's allowing this to continue if you are helping them stay sick you have to stop you have to recognize the diarrhea that's happening 
and refuse to allow it to continue. However, if you as a family learn what it is you can do to help them, you will be the best and most critical part of their recovery because no one can do it alone. So if you want to help contribute to them becoming healthy, stop doing what you're doing, defining insanity, recognize the diarrhea and decide no more. And what's beautiful about what you just said too is it spills over into every other aspect of your family. Like it, it truly does. It allows a completely different culture to, to happen in your family where you guys are all comfortable with just facing and dealing with the hard things head on, not allowing, you know, insanity to run your lives in any way, not any way. It, it doesn't have to do with addiction. And it just creates a, a closeness and, and a family culture yeah. that, that can't be found really any other way. We are going to approach problems together. We are going to approach them with eyes wide open and we're not going to allow it to happen anymore. We're not going to adjust and adapt to having diarrhea together as a family. We're going to approach hard things and do it together. So Right. And I also just want to say there's no one better at helping families do this hard thing than Danny. Yeah. He, I hear him having these critical conversations that I, I feel like, honestly, if he played them back in six months to these families, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe those words came out of my mouth. I can't believe I didn't think it was that bad. I can't believe I was just dealing with it for so long. And uh, and I love I love watching it happen. I love seeing these transformations. And they're they're so real and they're so honest and raw and and um his, his courses are obviously an amazing way to do that, but just working with Danny one-on-one, he's able to, to call it, call it as he sees it and, and help these families start to heal. And if you or anyone, you know, could benefit from that, please share, share this message with them because there is so much help and there's so much support available. Well, I failed enough times myself and others helped me. Now I've just seen the same story on repeat for over a decade. So there's some commonalities that everyone shares and hopefully by helping those people, helping people recognize those common failures, it just gives them some power and some tools. So thanks for joining us. Stop living with diarrhea. Let's face these problems head on and you can do it together as a family. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day.